This episode has a transcript. You can find it at bit.ly forward slash read underscore AST. Enjoy. Do you know Tony Abbott when he ate that onion that one time? <laughs> Do you know why he did it? My understanding was that he wanted the farmer to know how much he appreciated his produce. <laughs> he wanted he wanted to show his gratitude. <laughs> he was handed an onion. <laughs> His first instinct was, well, I should eat this right here and now to show how appreciative I am. (laughs) That's my understanding of the situation. I think that's pretty much it. He's very defensive about it. He (laughs) really stands by that decision. Do you think he just does that? Do you think it could have been like one of those things that politicians do to get themselves on the front lines? Front lines, headlines. Front lines of the media. (laughs) mind wave uh he probably yeah he probably does go to a restaurant and like sit down order just one whole onion with a knife and fork and go ham brown or red do you reckon depends on whether you're looking for like a a light meal or a heavy meal Mm. because like a red onion that'll that's got like a nice summery crisp to it but a brown onion you're gonna be in it for the long haul with those sort of that slight sweetness uh and just that thickness that it has do you think you could caramelize an onion without cutting it up first caramelize a whole onion yeah i i think i'd really enjoy like (laughs) biting into a caramelized onion not like a caramel apple where you dip it in caramel but like when you chop up onions and you put in like a nice balsamic glaze maybe a tiny bit of brown sugar and you just heat that up and you cook it for a bit and it caramelizes and it's really sweet and nice I would love that, but as a ball. Yeah, you've heard of onion rings. It's time for onion orbs. I'm not frying it. <laughs> you could. Oh, though. I could fry it. That would be the ideal transportation for that. Transportation? Uh, food item. Transportation? Food transportation. Expand. Food transportation is the idea of making food that can travel. Like <laughs> a hot dog. Back in the day... When we didn't have bread, people would just have hot dogs and they would have to carry them around and they'd be covered in sauce and it was bad. But then we figured out that you could slice bread down the middle and put hot dogs in there. And we owe it all to the Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, and that's the origin of food transportation. Greasy, meaty gambling cards. Yeah, so this is just a brief update on (laughs) Team Asterisk. We've got a thing coming out Wednesday, uh, September 16th. It's September, right? It's still September, yeah? Time has been blinking by. I feel like it's March, but it's not. But this is a quick update because we have uh, our first like uh, main piece of content for this feed, um, which is Voyage of the SS Destiny, which is a short collaborative story uh, performed as an audio drama by me and my good, good friends. Uh, we recorded it on my birthday, which was a really good time. Uh, it was written way, 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 way back, almost a year ago from when it was recorded. I feel like we tentatively placed it into the genre of spy drama. It was written at a time when me and Sammy Matafilio from Queer Dungeoners were talking a lot about Speed the movie. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that the one with Aaron Paul yelling? No, that's like, a different one. That's Need for Speed. Fuck. 
Um, no, it's Speed, the movie with the, the bus that wouldn't slow down. I need you to give me a whole rundown right here and now. So Neo from The Matrix is a cop, I think. Mm. He was a cop. Um, anyway, something happens in an elevator and then a bus gets stolen and a bomb goes on it. And then he, oh, has, to run, yes. he has to get on the bus and he's stuck on there trying to solve the murder mystery of what's going on. And then he saves it and it's the end. But then they made more of the movies. Um, well, one more. I think it's called Speed 2 and it's like on a boat. We didn't watch that one, but it's really sparked our imagination knowing that that existed. <laughs> <laughs> and so we wrote, me and Sammy wrote this collaborative story, uh, which uh, is all about this boat that keeps going faster. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, actually. Yeah, really excited to share that. Uh, it was a great performance by everyone. One of the ridiculous things about it is we decided that we should perform it with all the typos from the script. And like when we we're writing it, we decided to keep the typos in the script, <laughs> which is inadvisable, but we did it and it was pretty fun. It definitely has its own unique charm that it brings <laughs> to the script. Like I can't imagine the script without those vital mispronunciations Vital and deliberate mispronunciations. (laughs) So that's really exciting. Do you have any thoughts about the the story, Jess? Definitely reeled me in. I definitely got very, very engaged, but I got very invested in some plot lines that I didn't exactly get to see through. Hmm. So you're saying we need a sequel? Yeah, I would like to know why they were swimming. Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) We're recording this (laughs) before we release it. So we can't talk about what's in it because we... (laughs) We've got that um, embargo on the information, so we can't talk about what's in it. It's like the um, Microsoft released um, a new their new like flippy tablet that like splits in half, um, and they sent it to all these tech com- tech reporters like mm-hmm. fifteen days before the embargo gets lifted on the information about <laughs> the operating system on it. So they were allowed to talk about like how sleek the metal and the glass and the feel of it was, but nothing to do with what's on the screen. This hinge is so smooth, guys. Yeah, that was literally all um, that I think maybe I think it was Dita on the Verge cast was able to talk about. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, the hinge is real smooth, y'all. I don't know why we're talking about this. So I got this new piece of metal. I don't know where I'm going with this. I was trying to think of something I could compare it to that was mundane. Mm. Like, I got this new drinks coaster, and that is all it's good for for the next 15 days. But getting back to The Onion, <laughs> I know we took a brief respite from The Onion. Do you think Tony could release a self-health book? Self-health? A self-health, <laughs> self-health book? <laughs> I just lost my two front teeth. In at Christmas in a terrible at Christmas in a terrible sense all I accident. want for Christmas is to lose my two front teeth <laughs> I need that gap um, um, do you think Tony could release a self help book titled <laughs> Eat the Onion and it's all about eating like the eating onion? the frog yeah like <laughs> eating the frog I think if Tony Abbott released a self help book called Eat the Onion if it was specifically about doing tasks that you don't want to do. I would really, really hope he talks in depth about being a prime minister (laughs) and how much he didn't want to do that. (laughs) Maybe certain politicians that he really didn't want to talk to. Yeah, anyway, I I, I wouldn't buy it, but it would be funny if it existed. I'd pirate it. 
I I'd, might pirate it. I'd absolutely download that PDF. <laughs> Do you think if you did eat an onion for breakfast, though, you would have a better day or a worse day? In which... Hmm. What is my method for eating this onion? Do I get to choose? No, you have to bite straight in. No! No! No, I think my day... My day would be better only in that I've had my lowest point already in the morning and there's only up from there. Yeah, exactly. Do I get to peel it first? I don't think he peeled it. <sighs> Why didn't he... I want to see Tony Abbott eat uncooked corn on the cob with the fucking leaves. <laughs> What's it called? The husk? The husk. I want to see Tony Abbott eat the husk. I want him to bite into the core of the corn. <laughs> I want him just to take a big cartoonish bite out of it. Do you think he eats um, like uh, like good cheese with the wax still on it? <laughs> I mean... Okay, so you know how cheeses like brie and camembert, they have the outer layer that you're able to eat. Yeah. And some people prefer, and I respect that, but I do not understand it. Like, it's okay. What if he just doesn't know? Hmm. I mean, he might be like that French awful man who, like, ate everything because he had, like, bad body. Oh, Terrell. Yeah, Terrell. <laughs> yeah, he had syndromes. He had the hunger and he just ate everything. And maybe that's what Tony's like. He just, like, he's got the hunger. He had, like, his stomach boils with acid and he needs to quench it. He, like, bites down on candy bars while they're still in the wrapper and his body has just learned to deal with it. He eats muffins and he, like, takes a big bite with the paper. He just eats a banana in one bite. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Remember when they used to dip the bananas in wax? Yeah. Like, they'd just dip the end in, like, red wax. Mm. He'd peel the wax off and then eat the banana. But, yeah, so stream the Voyage <laughs> of the SS Destiny when it comes out September 16th. And keep an eye out on this feed. If you're not subscribed to this feed, please hit that follow button or subscribe wherever you listen. And you'll be able to get these awful bad updates. Dare I say evil. <laughs> evil from me, Jasper, and Ange when he's free. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back with another one of these uh, next chance we get. Uh, we've got some other stuff we're working on, but we can announce those in a different update. You uh, can wait. You can you, wait. You can sit there and wait, and we will tell you when we're good and ready. Hey, Jess, what's one thing you would recommend people go check out? Go listen to Cynical Cartoons by Mia Marchant. Mm -hmm. um, you can find her on Spotify. She's part of the Sans Pants Network. And she watches um, your favorite childhood cartoons and probably a few of your least favorite childhood cartoons and a few of the least heard of childhood cartoons and talks about them. And it's funny and queer and lovely. And she's so nice. And I really like listening to her. Yeah, there's probably some in there that have been haunting my mind for years. I'll probably go check that out. She did one with Adam Carnavale about the um, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. <sighs> she did a whole series on Shrek 1, 2, and 3. I would suggest go listen to The Many Adventures of Sammy Magic, which <sighs> is a podcast that's improvising a retelling of Harry Potter from the start, uh, and it's sort of reclaiming it and making it its own fun sort of parody and removing the trash that the original author put in there for some reason and just puts a really fun spin on it. If you enjoyed what we just did for the last X amount of minutes with our vibe, you'd probably enjoy this. 